Chris, what NFL quarterback was famous for the touchdown celebration known as dabbing? Oh, God. Uh, Jackson. I'm sorry. The answer is Cam Newton. Zakia, of these Starbucks coffee sizes, what is the smallest? Grande, tall, or venti? Grande. I'm sorry. The answer is tall. Turner, suggestive of fiery rumors and exciting deals. Which of these terms refers to baseball's offseason? The Flame Wars, the Burn Season, the Hot Stove League. Hot Stove League. Hot Stove League is a correct answer. Christian, name for the Dutch business that originated it. What is an Asher cut? Um, a tulip? I'm sorry, it is a shape of diamond. Chris, which of these natural wonders is a cataract? Grand Canyon, Niagara Falls, Great Barrier Reef. Great Barrier Reef. I'm sorry, it's Niagara Falls. Zakia, which of these popular websites des designates its most active users as power sellers? E-Trade, eBay, or Craigslist? E-Trade. I'm sorry, the answer is eBay. <laughs> Turner, what art movement is Salvador Dali most often associated with? Surrealism. Surrealism is a correct answer. Christian, for many years, what snack food promoted itself as the cheese that goes crunch? Uh, cheese doodles? I'm sorry, the answer is Cheetos. Okay. Chris, according to the, a popular franchise's slogan, America runs on what? It's not gangling. I'm going to go with Duncan. Duncan is a correct answer. Zakia, what nest? Of what NASA mission's stated primary objective was simply perform a manned lunar landing and return. Uh, asking me about NASA missions, going to say Apollo. Can you be more specific? Oh, um, Apollo Eleven. <laughs> Apollo Eleven is a correct answer. Okay. Turner, which pilot treated First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt to an impromptu midnight flight over Washington D.C. in 1933? Charles Lindbergh. I'm sorry, the answer was Amelia Earhart. Christian, which Parisian museum is a former railway station? Uh, the Louvre? I'm sorry, the answer is Musée d'Orsay. Mm. Chris, in which movie did Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy team up as Agent Ashburn and Detective Mullins? The Heat? The heat is a correct answer. Zakia, the hottest place on Earth ever recorded was 134.1 degrees Fahrenheit. In what desert was it recorded? Death Valley, Sahara, or Gobi? Death Valley. Death Valley is a correct answer. Turner, what restaurant chain offers a signature meal called the Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity? Denny's. I'm sorry, the answer is IHOP. Oh, damn. Christian. <laughs> Which of these critters was added to Barnum's Animal Crackers per a 2002 custom consumer poll? Koala, penguin, or walrus? Uh, koala. Koala is a correct answer. Chris, when asked why he titled his movie Bananas, what director replied? Because there are no bananas in it. This is not a Hitchcock joke from you, Tim, but I'm going to go with uh, Tarantino. I don't know. I never heard I'm that. sorry. The answer was Woody Allen. Zakia, which bicycle riding fashion photographer captured street style for the New York Times? Richard Avedon. <laughs> I'm sorry, the answer was Bill Cunningham. Turner, who created the SNL character Sally O'Malley, a 50-year-old who loves to kick, stretch, and kick? 
Kristen Wiig. I'm sorry, the answer was Molly Shannon. And Christian, which Home Secretary stepped into the void to become Prime Minister of the United Kingdom after David Cameron resigned in 2016? Uh, Theresa May. Theresa May is a correct answer. And at the end of the hot seat, Chris, you have 200. Zakia, you have 200. Turner, you have 200. And Christian, you have 200. Welcome to Frenemy Trivia. First was the hot seat round. Each player received five questions worth 100 points each. Next, teams will be randomized with their hot seat scores combined and 1,000 points added to each team. Teams will receive up to four sets of three questions. Each team will answer the same questions and wager 100, 200, or 300 points on their confidence. They will gain or lose their wager based on whether they get it right or not. They will also bet those same values on how difficult they think it will be for their opponents. If their opponent gets it correct, they lose their wager. But if their opponent gets it wrong, they will win their bet. After four sets of questions or when a team runs out of points, the first round will end with the team with fewer points being eliminated. At this point, the friends become the enemies. The remaining team will divide whatever points they have left and play again against each other with the same rules. In this round, locking in an answer will trigger a 30 second timer for the other player to register their answer. After four sets of questions or when a player runs out of points, we will crown this week's Frenemy Champion. Now, let's start the show. everybody and welcome to frenemy trivia the show where friends quickly become enemies i'm your host for the evening tim dipple and with me my co-host and deep-seated frenemy Brittany shaw Brittany, how you doing and what you drinking hey tim i'm doing great i'm super excited to join the hosting side of the table after being a player um and who better to do it with than someone i mildly hate so uh thanks for having me uh it's been a week and uh but i figured my first time co-hosting i should probably stay as sober as possible so i am drinking a liquid death bury it alive but i think i should still be able to get a can pop for you oh that was a really good one yeah so uh it's the only way i can make myself drink water is to have it vaguely threaten me right I am excited to get going on this show. It's the first time we're going to have two co-hosts. Uh, what are you looking forward in tonight's show? Um, looking forward to uh, not having to try to play my opponents. Um, and I'm also looking forward to yelling at you if you don't stay out of my way. So No promises there. Well, you heard them on the hot seat, so let's go ahead and meet our contestants for the evening, starting out with an old friend, Chris, from Palm Harbor, Florida. Chris, how you doing? What you drinking? And who would you consider your frenemy? Uh, Tim, man, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, it's been a rough week at work, but I'm here. I'm alive. I got air in my lungs. I got liquor next to me, and uh, I'm going to have a good old time. Uh, as far as what I'm drinking, I've got two things next to me. I popped the yingling earlier. I've got one more. Um but I had a bottle. This is a bottle that I absolutely adore from the St. Pete Distillery here in uh, St. Petersburg, Florida. A bottle called Tipplers. 
This is a mixture. They can only get it at their location or if you see Mountain Public. It's a mixture of their orange liqueur, which is amazing, mixed with their bourbon. And it is a perfect, like, dessert drink. But I'm going to go back to my beer for starters. Regular old yingling light. I'm going to have a good night. And who would you consider your frenemy? I mean, if you've listened to me, if you know my voice, you know from the Pub Trivia Experience podcast, uh, Mike Mott, who I never, ever, ever get to beat. That smug Alabamian is my fr- trivia frenemy. I never win. I'm okay with that. Well, you can catch Mike on episode one of Frenemy Trivia. Uh, eventually, we'll get Chris and Mike on together, and we can see whether they're true frenemies. Next up in Canton, Michigan, Zakia. Zakia, how are you doing? What you drinking? And who would you consider your frenemy? Uh, I'm doing well. I'm uh, maybe feeling a little bit of shame because I am a dehydration station right now. Um, <laughs> I have a funeral to my left of old open like seltzer water cans that I'm not going to show you because that is kind of a uh, shame behavior. But if um, I do have one in front of me, so I will be drinking an AHA lemon blackberry flavor. Um, <laughs> um, no, no. No familiar fancy things. I did consider having a glass of this like Sicilia fancy Italian wine thing, but hey. And in terms of frenemies, I don't really keep frenemies. If I think you're an enemy, I kind of like drop you. <laughs> but right now, uh, my frenemy is um uh my son's bathroom be- bathroom behavior i'll just say that <laughs> preach very fair <laughs> glad to have you on here we're also glad to welcome michael turner from myrtle beach south carolina turner how you doing what you drinking and who is your friend of me uh i'm doing well you know we're uh we're midweek uh everyone who knows me knows i'm a big uh pro wrestling fan and today was very big big day for all elite wrestling they uh got a new program on saturday night so i'm very excited about that hopefully got a big uh dollar figure from uh, warner media (laughs) my fiance is booing me on the other couch that's not great (laughs) she's my friend of me right now But uh, no, I'm super boring. I'm drinking regular old H2O because not not a big drinker these days. The the it doesn't do my diabetes very good. I'm afraid. So that is fair. Yeah, just keeping it keeping it light and cash. All right. Well, we are glad to have you. And finally, in seat number four from Garfield, New Jersey, Christian. How you doing? What you, what you drinking? And who would you call your frenemy? I'm doing all right. <clears throat> Tonight, I am drinking Siesta Key Spice Drum. Making a repeat appearance, the Siesta Key. How did you get into Jay's basement? (laughs) Oh, I have my ways. I have my ways. She lets anyone down there. (laughs) That's true. true. I lived there for a couple months. (laughs) Um, And as far as my frenemy, um, I guess you could call Moody from Liquid Courage's Twitch stream my frenemy. He's a good friend of me to have. Yeah, we banter back and forth all the time, so. Well, we are glad to have all of you here. 
I am drinking, I think I had this last week, from uh, Apopka, Florida, Three Odd Guys Brewing. It's the Midnight Bike Rider IPA. Y'all, that's actually the same can he just redid the, the can. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, I wouldn't drink the same beer that I started last week, but you know, you do you, Tim. All right, well, we're going to get started uh, before anybody else decides they want to trash talk me. Our three categories. I'm sorry, the... <laughs> did you sell this episode any differently than trash talk Tim the whole time? Oh, yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> anyway, we're starting round one off. With Chris and Zakia having 1,400 points, Turner and Christian will start with 1,400 points. Our first three categories are movies, name that tune, and mythology. Go ahead and lock in your wagers. Okay, I think we're in. Uh, we're locked in as well, Tim. All right, our wagers are locked in. Chris and Zakia, what did you wager on the category of movies for yourself? Uh Chris, do you want to share? I'm keeping my mouth shut here because I said the wrong thing too many times. (laughs) Okay. We wagered uh, 300 because Chris is good and I am not. (laughs) (laughs) That's the strategy you're holding on to. Way wrong strategy. (laughs) Turner and Christian, what did you wager on your ability here? Uh, we we both believe that we're fairly decent at movies, uh, so we 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 went the full three hundred on movies. All right, in the category of movies, what word meaning strange monster features prominently in movies dating back to nineteen fifty four, but also different movie series from two thousand eight and two thousand thirteen? I feel like Simba's trying to give us the answers, and it's just not. I just can't. <laughs> I was about to ask if you could hear Simba. All right, we can lock in. All right, Turner and Christian are locked in. Chris and Zakia, you could talk it out. Okay, so we've come, we've kind of go a couple different places here, Zakia. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we talked about a zombie, but zombie itself, that term wasn't, to my knowledge, and I'm pretty confident in this, that wasn't really used like worldwide until the Romero films. And if we think Night of the Living Dead was late '60s, early '70s, it's not '54. I think right. you're right on with Godzilla, um, but I know in the movie, the, there's two Pacific Rim movies. There's the mm-hmm. one with Idris Elba, and there's the one later with uh, Phil with Charlie Hunnam. Um, and then, oh, who's the other guy? Doesn't matter. But th- they're called kaiju there, and Godzilla is a kaiju. You know what? I like it because um, at one of my jobs, uh, we did a uh, <laughs> a chart of like scary to like action pack for alien versus predator movies. So mm-hmm. I, I, I like um, Pacific Rim and uh, sure. Well, like, I mean, the 50s is the Godzilla time, right? That's when Godzilla right. was in Japan. Right. Yeah. Actually, what am I talking about? Alien versus predator. No, let's go. Let's go. Uh, no, <laughs> alien was in the 70s. <laughs> like my, um, yeah. Yes, I, I like this answer. Let's go with I, yeah. We'll go Kaiju. All right, Chris and Zakia are locking in with Kaiju. Turner and Christian, what did you say? Uh, we, we had a very similar discussion to you guys. Um, I I guess m- my sticking point is I'm, I'm not sure based on the question, does this word have to be in the title of the movies? We had that same conversation. Okay. <laughs> 
because I, I mean, that's, I mean, we we already locked in. So I say we, we locked in with Godzilla itself because I, I was thinking it had to be in the title of the movie and Kaiju is not in the title of any movie, but we, we had the exact same discussions like, well, he means Kaiju. That's what strange monster means. So if, if, if that's incorrect, we'll, we'll take it because I got confused by the wording of the question, but yeah, we, we locked in with Godzilla. All right. And Turner and Christian, what did you wager on Chris and Zakia's ability here? Wow, we went with went with one hundred. Uh, and Chris and Zakia, what did you wager on Turner and Christians? We said one hundred. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to give uh credit to both teams. The answer I was looking for was Kaiju. Yay! Um, uh two thousand eight. Uh, well, 1954, the movie was Godzilla. 2013, it was Pacific Rim. 2008 was Cloverfield. Mm. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Was it called the Kaiju in that? Did they actually say it? It actually yeah, at least was. refers to them. Uh, uh, like the, the monster in Cloverfield is considered a Kaiju. I love that movie, too. All right. So I'm giving points to both on this one, uh, just especially because of the uh, the little bit of bad wording on my part okay so with both teams getting credit for their answers uh each team did answer correctly so they get 300 points for their own correct answers but they do lose 100 points because their opponents got the question as well so with a net gain of 200 for each we have a game of 1600 to 1600 all right turner and christian what did you wager on your ability for name that tune uh, we wagered 100 on that. All right. And what about you, Chris and Zakia? We said 200. All right. And this name, that tune, is going to be Identify the Song from the Lyrics. So I want you to name this song, which spent 14 weeks at number one in 1994. Baby, tonight is your night, and I will do you right. Just make a wish on your night. Anything that you ask, I will give you the love of your life. We're locked in. Turner and Christian are locked in. Chris and Zakia, go ahead and talk it out. Oh, goodness me. Uh, it's got it's Brian McKnight vibes to me, but. Oh, mm. Brian McKnight was like later, right? Like this doesn't seem like back at one or no, any time. This is like giving me like German Euro dance vibes. Like another night, another dream, but always you. But I, I don't think it's that one. And uh, my husband's a big fan of this genre of music. So if it is uh, a German Euro dance uh song he is going to kill me if i don't get it right all right Ugh, i'm not a lyrics gal baby tonight is your night and i will do you right just make oh wait 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 you know what this reminds me of i wanna sex you up <laughs> i color me bad like <laughs> Uh, I have nothing. I will do you right. That's a, see, that that seems like kind of cheeky and. It see, it does seem that. Yeah, I don't know. I I've heard that song. I don't know what even what, know what it's called. So I'm gonna completely lean on you here. 
All right, so lean on me, and if I have led <laughs> down a really bad path, I am sorry. Um, but I'm going to uh, lock in with, I want to sex you up by Color Me Bad. <laughs> All right, Chris and Zakia lock in with, I want to sex you up by Color Me Bad. Turner and Christian, what did you say here? Um. I'm I'm hoping I'm I'm dead on in my assertion. I I, I jumped all over this one pretty uh, early because the number one album of the year 1994 uh, was simply titled Two by a little group called Boys to Men. I think this is I'll make love to you. All right, and Mike and Chris, uh, Turner and Christian, what did you wager on Chris and Zakia's ability here? I need to double check. I think we gave them two. negative two hundred. We'll take it. <laughs> and Chris and Zakia, what did you wager on Turner and Christian's abilities? We said 200. All right. Well, points are going to one team. This is I'll Make Love to You by nice. Boys to Men. Good work. I hate Boys to Men. <laughs> In Detroit? Are you kidding me? I mean, they're only tertiary, tertiary making up words related to Detroit because of Motown <laughs> Philly. They are from Philadelphia sure. and they're just too sappy for me. That's why I went with like the fun version of that song. <laughs> I mean, you claim Kid Rock then or no? No, he's Tennessee now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you may hate boys too men, but you'll also probably not like losing 200 points. Um, so <laughs> with that, uh, Zakia and Chris lose 400 points, um, leaving them with 1,200. And Turner and Christian pick up 500 points. No, pick up 300 points. Sorry, I can do math. Pick up 300 points, and that takes them to 1,900. Can I go back and, can I go back and argue the kaiju answer now? <laughs> and just for our listeners at home that was night that was number one on the billboard hot 100 for 14 yeah. weeks we know there are several charts out there but that's the one we meant so question number three chris and zakia what did you wager on your knowledge of mythology 100 100 points turner and christian what did you say here uh we wagered 200 on this all right. In the category of mythology, the monomyth, which has influenced numerous stories, including Star Wars, several Disney films, and Watership Down, was detailed in what 1949 work by Joseph Campbell? All right. Uh, we're, we're locked in with something. <laughs> All right. Christian and Turner are locked in. Chris and Zakia, talk it out. Well, so far, one of us has thrown out a possible answer, and the other one has said, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> one guess inside who is who uh, Zakia I I've heard of that title before whether or not okay. that's Joseph Campbell I don't know all right but I maintain so, uh, like you're saying you don't know if it's mythology or myth I don't think Tim would call the question a mythology question that have mythology in the answer I don't know if he's been hanging out with Jay Borsum that's something she would do so <laughs> I, um I is wrong. I've, <laughs> I've read a lot of Tim's questions. I just don't feel like that's something he would do. Yeah. I would lean I mean, towards myth, but it's going to be your call. I honestly have nothing else to add to this conversation short of knowing Tim. Okay. 
So, like, my first thought was Myths to Live By, and I vaguely remember that from high school. I vaguely remember Joseph Campbell from high school. I didn't go to high school with him. I just remember reading Joseph Campbell stuff in high school. <laughs> and <laughs> I remember another title called On Mythology. And I can't, I feel like I'm just conflating this into a mythology soup. And then, uh, like, unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, both of my answers have both myth and mythology <laughs> in the title. So, um, uh, we, we just might have to be fun and fancy free and say on mythology and yeah. It's your call. I, I just don't think he would have mythology in the answer, but that's yeah. fine. I have zero, I zero, zero thunder here. It's clear yeah. sky my days over here. So, <laughs> good day, sunshine uh, <laughs> on mythology. <laughs> so you're locking in with on mythology. That's all I got. <laughs> all right, Chris and Zakia locked in with on mythology. Turner and Christian, what did you have? Yeah, I really had no idea what what you were going with here. I don't know Joseph Campbell from Luther Campbell from Campbell Soup. <laughs> um, so uh, we just threw out the word quest and hope that gets me somewhere. All no, did right. you spell quest with a U or a W? <laughs> with a U. <laughs> All right. And Chris and Zakia, what did you wager on Turner and Christian's uh, ability to answer this? Uh, 300. And Turner and Christian, what did you throw on Chris and Zakia? Three hundy as well. All right. Uh, yeah, well, favor. Hold on. I'm excited now. Nobody got this one right. Uh, I don't write. <laughs> I I don't write douchey trick questions for my podcasts. I might do that for my trivia show, but not for my podcast. So this is the book that kind of explains why Star Wars and Luke Skywalker's journey is the same as like harry potter's journey and why there's so many similarities and all of that this is called the hero with a thousand faces oh yeah i just thought the reason was plagiarism so (laughs) Uh, it's because the the monomyth where you're kind of going through a complete cycle of rebirth and all of that it, it all kind of boils down to these same basic tenets i think there's 17 steps in the monomyth and that and they all kind of follow that. Tenants, the tenth cool. doctor, <laughs> and the fourteenth. It's really wildly complicated. Um, so after that, uh, neither team got it right. Uh, both teams wagered three hundred on each other. So after three questions, Chris and Zakia end up right where they started with fourteen hundred, and Turner and Christian have picked up some points and in the round with two thousand points. We're going to go to section number two, and your three categories in section two are music, world governments, and history. Go ahead and lock in your wagers. Tim, I have to say I'm really glad I'm on the hosting side this side because that's a nightmare of a round for me. All right, I have both team scores locked in, Tim. All right, both teams are locked in. Turner and Christian, what did you wager on your knowledge of music? Uh, as 
as stated by the previous uh, Name That Tune round, I, I, I typically feel pretty good about my chances at music, but, you know, music's a, <laughs> much wider than Name That Tune. So we, we played it down the middle and went two under. All right. And what about you, Chris and Zakia? Well, I was feeling kind of burned after that Name That Tune thingy, but uh, yeah, we went with 200. <laughs> All right. This is a very different type of music. What violinist and conductor counts among his achievements, 16 Grammy Awards, four Emmys, and medals from three different presidents? He also performed as a violin soloist on Memoirs of a Geisha and Schindler's List. All right, we're locked in. All right, Turner and Christian are locked in. Chris and Zakia, what is going on over there? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So um it starts off with Kurt saying, Oh fuck all the way off Tim. <laughs> um and then he's like, Yo yo ma and he's like, I don't know, like, wait, no, he's like, That's cello. And then like so he's conductor and like not Leonard Bernstein, lol. And then I say, Mr. Holland of the Opus, while Chris is typing to me, not Mr. Holland. <laughs> so his <laughs> Opus, I hear, was a big deal. That is just... Uh, like, we uh, hit send at the exact same time. Yeah. Of uh, Mr. Holland's Opus. Shout out to Richard Dreyfuss. Um... And I was thinking maybe Hans Zimmer, and then he's like, oh, I will John Williams. <laughs> um, my issue with both Hans and John is that they um, both uh, have Oscars. And yeah. I feel like that would have been mentioned in the question, in the pregunta here. My only thing with John was Tim is a huge John Williams fan, so that's a little bit of game theory, knowing the person writing the question, but would he actually write this question and not mention anything about, you know, anything right. uh, anything else Spielberg did or... Like, I'm just thinking, why would we know this violinist and conductor? Uh, well, conductor's anyway. what got me over towards John Williams, right? Yeah. That's what you know of conductors in the mod in hold on. That's what a lot of people nowadays know what conductors for. But, but he's also a composer. Like if he were like if he were composing all of this, that'd be something too. Conductor yeah. like the only famous conductor I can really think of is Leonard Bernstein. Let's go with it. I have nothing better, so I'm hundred percent okay with that. Okay, we're going my dude Lenny, Leonard Bernstein. <laughs> All right, Chris and Zakia lock in with Leonard Bernstein. Turner and Christian, what did you wait? Uh, what did you uh, lock in with? Uh, we are four corners of a very similar square because uh, our, our argument was pretty much exactly the same. Christian mentioned Hans Zimmer, and then we kind of at the same time went, uh, it didn't mention any Oscars, and Hans should have an Oscar or two. And I said, the only other conductor I can really think of is Leonard Bernstein. <laughs> that was our answer. <laughs> okay, so both teams locked in with Leonard Bernstein. Uh, Turner and Christian, what did you bet on Chris and Zakia here? Uh, we gave them the old two hundy as well. And what about you, Chris and Zakia? We were burned, so we give them the, the one hundy. <laughs> 
All right. So, um, if you guys pay, uh, this was a complete coincidence, but uh, a movie starring somebody with this last name was mentioned in the first round. Uh, Itzhak Perlman is the answer oh, we were looking for yeah. here. Okay. Itzhak oh. Perlman. You know, throw back to Ron Perlman in round one. In, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I was thinking Rhea Perlman. I was like, we didn't talk about any Rhea Perlman. <laughs> no, Ron, Ron Perlman was in uh, Pacific Rim. Gotcha. Oh. Uh, but that was a complete coincidence. But the answer we were looking for was Itzhak Perlman. All right, okay. All right, well, that's the end of the question as we know it. And though both teams said Leonard Bernstein, neither feels fine as they both got it wrong. Um, but... Uh, Turner and Christian canceled out their miss with a get. So we have a score of 1,300 to 2,000 going into the second question of the round. In the second round in the category of world governments, Chris and Zakia, what did you, uh, what do you think you know on world governments? Not much. (laughs) What did you wager? 100 (laughs) points worth. Look, I know our listeners can't see this, but the fact that they just made the same face at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) And what about you, Turner and Christian? Um, We wagered uh, 300 on this. All right. In the category of world governments. In 1881, the Tinvald, the oldest continuous parliament in the world, became the first national legislative body in the world to grant the women or grant women the right to vote. What Celtic nation is governed by the Tinvald? And just as a clarification, they are much older than 1881. This event happened in 1881. Okay, we're locked in then. Christian and Turner are locked in. Chris and Zakia, talk it out. Okay, Chris. So you're like you're saying that New Zealand came to mind. I've heard this before. I, I, New Zealand is what I associate it with, but mm-hmm. Celtic New nation is... stretch, and it's. I, mean, I don't know when it gained its gained its independence as a sovereign nation, but I'm assuming it'd be before that. Yeah, well, uh, I I know what you mean about New Zealand. I've heard that thing too. It's like it's the first country to give the women yeah. the right to vote, but the the language in here is so specific. It is the first national legislative body in the world to grant like women the right to vote celtic nation so like just looking at tinwald t-y-n-w-a-l-d that's that to me that was screaming wales <laughs> you mentioned uh the i don't even know if i'm saying like pl- uh, the place because um, I, I just wrote that question for PTE, but that's a, a political party in Wales. It has nothing to do with this. Right. Um, I think, like, I'm good with going Wales. I, I don't have a better answer. And his, his clarification there leads me back to the UK. Yeah. So. Yeah. This is, makes, I, this is making me feel very Welsh. So let's go with Wales. <laughs> All right, Zakia and Chris are locking in with it, with Wales. Turner and Christian, what did you lock in with? All right, I I'm pretty sure I've come across this trivia fact before. If I'm remembering correctly, I think this is the Isle of Man. All right, Turner and Christian lock in with the Isle of Man. Uh, Chris and Zakia, what did you bet on Turner and Christian's ability here? 
believe we said 200. Turner and Christian, what did you wager on Chris and Zakia? Uh, we gave them 300 on this. All right. So New Zealand was the first country to grant all women the right to vote. Uh, and that was in 1893. But the Tinvald gave unmarried women the right to vote in the Isle of Man. Yes. So the Isle of Man is the answer we were looking for there. It did exclude married women. Um, and New Zealand was the first to grant all women the right to vote. To be fair, this was all Christian. I've never heard of the Isle of Man. <laughs> I'm like, okay, go it for is it. a small little island in the middle of the UK. The weird yeah. thing is, though, is that opposite the Isle of Man is Temascara, the Isle of Woman. So, mm-hmm. um, I believe okay. Isle of Man is yeah, Isle of Man is the one that has the flag that has the three legs. Yeah, that, that one's not a leg. That and Sicily have. <laughs> Very similar flags. Uh, after that, uh, we shifted a little bit because Chris and Zakia lost 300 points on that one, while Christian and Turner gained 600 points. So going into question six, we have a score of 1,000 for Chris and Zakia to 2,600 for Turner and Christian. Turner and Christian, what did you wager on question three, history? Uh, that would be the low score of 100. And Chris and Zakia, what did you wager here? Uh oh, oh the we did uh low three hundred. <laughs> All right. In the category of history, the name of what organization, born out of the Loyal Nine, is believed to have been inspired by a pro-American anti-taxation speech by Irish MP Isaac Barre in the House of Commons on February sixth. 1765. Somewhere Jeff Wood is screaming at his computer or his iPhone. He's Jeff Wood. He probably has an Android from 2008. All right, we're locked in. Stop me if you've heard this before. Turner and Christian are locked in. Chris and Zakia, talk it out. Man, I had to get silly and send Chris a bunch of ear emojis because he keeps saying, I've heard this. So he got an ear. And I. A long, long time ago, I went through a bunch, like, just went through a, a litany of things inspired by the American Revolution. And oh. I have heard this before. And for the life of me, can't place it right now. Uh, what is that, what is that, uh, that, uh, that organization, the Irish organization that was, that was charged with all the bombings in Northern Ireland? I don't know. I, I, all I know about uh, the Troubles, the IRA, the... IRA is what uh, Yeah. It's them. I, I should point out to the listeners um, that I am very terrible at things related to the UK and the island next to it. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to go back to I'm trying to go back to the question itself. Uh, the loyal yeah. nine. See, I had never even heard of American anti-taxation speech. No taxation representation, so it's a a separatist speech. <laughs> no, no taxation without representation. Was that was that that guy? Isaac no. Barr. No. Oh. 
that that was a I want to give you room to think, but I also want to be helpful. So if there are yeah. any words I can say. I what the other organizations in that region are. And right now, nothing is coming to mind because, of course, I can't think. Like, I mean, the, like, the Plaid Cymru and the IRA are what's coming to mind. And it's not the Plaid Cymru. There's like another political party like that I've seen in ireland and i cannot pull the name but it's uh, a long gaelic name <laughs> it's one word thinking because of that oh my goodness i mean uh just go with the ira i, I i'm sorry zakia i am shitting the bed it's fine uh your your shits are not worse than my son's so we're, we're good all right, so you're locking in with IRA. IRA. Uh, Turner and Christian, what did you lock in with? Uh, we batted around uh, Shin Fen, and but that was that. That's more modern. So we ended up going with the Sons of Liberty. Chris and Zakia, what did you wager on Turner and Christian's knowledge here? Shoot, what did we wager? Three hundred? Is that did we do that? Yeah. <laughs> and Turner and Christian, what did you wager? Uh, knowing Zacchaeus, uh, pretty good at history from our OQL games. Uh, we said 100. Oh, <laughs> that's a compliment. <laughs> All right. So I think Chris and Zakia got hung up too much on the Irish MP portion of it. The quote is Men whose behavior on many occasions has caused the blood of those sons of liberty to recoil within them. Sons of Liberty is the answer we were looking for here. So a little bit of a shakeup. Um, Chris and Zakia lost 600 points on that one. Uh, and uh, Michael and Christian found 200 of them. So uh, with those shifts, we have a score going into the next section of Chris and Zakia with 400 points and Turner and Christian with 2,800 points. Well, the good news is you will find out the next three categories. Whether you'll get to play all three is completely up to your knowledge. Okay. Our third (laughs) section, the categories are holidays, mailbag, and Disney. All right, scores are locked in, Tim. All right, let's jump into section three. Chris and Zakia, what did you wager on holidays? 200. 200 points. And Turner and Christian, what did you wager? We went with 300. All right. In the category of holidays, what holiday was first observed by the Cleveland Plain Dealer on October 10th, 1921, and has since been officially observed on the third Saturday in October? Asking us these homework questions. Oh, I, ooh, I think I know this. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. No? Okay, I'm just going to put my phone uh, in. You're, you're, you're close, you're close. Mm-hmm. All right, I think you're going to lock in first. Wow. Chris and Zakia are locked in. Turner and Christian, go ahead and talk it out. Um, The first thing that comes to mind is our river is on fire day, but I'm, I'm sure that's probably not it. <laughs> Rude, I asked a question about that uh, in game one. I was like, it's totally been a question before. 
Um, I, I, I think Michael had a thought, which I'm fine to go with because I don't have anything else. Yeah, I mean, obviously we're not talking Columbus Day or National Indigenous Peoples Day, whatever uh, referring to it now. Uh, my, my only thought is I know uh, that National Taught Like a Pirate Day is in October. And I don't believe it has a designated specific day. So uh, that's that's the best guess I got. So we're going to lock that in. All right. Turner and Christian are locked in with National Talk Like a Pirate Day. Zakia and Chris, what did you lock in with? So, Tim, uh, because we are kind of the same person, I thought I would have to re reach deep into my Cleveland knowledge, <laughs> deep into my childhood to pull this answer. And then I remembered uh, third Saturday in October, that sounds around the time of sweetest day. And we do that in Michigan too. And uh, it sounds like something that the plain dealer would come up with. Like, yeah, it's the opposite of Valentine's Day. Celebrate the dude. So uh, we said sweetest day. All right, Chris and Zakia lock in with Sweetest Day. What did you guys wager on Turner and Christian's ability here? We said 200. And Turner and Christian, what did you wager? We gave them 200 as well. All right, so International Talk Like a Pirate Day is on September 19th. Damn it! Um, this is essentially Fall Valentine's Day. It is Sweetest Day. Yeah! Literally never heard of that, but good pull. Uh, I wasn't that far off with, with Sweetheart Day then, right? I wasn't that far off. No, you, no, You were no, close, no. yes. Um, it's basically the epitome. It It is more so of a Hallmark holiday than Valentine's Day is. It was started by, like, the Cleveland Plain Dealer and the chocolate industry, and it's kind of just a, a Great Lakes state thing. Like, I think, like, Chicago to Cleveland and Detroit are really where it's celebrated, but Mm -hmm. sweetest day is the answer we were looking for here uh, i'll never understand what you guys in the flyover states do you have your own thing going on i mean you live in new jersey i don't think you're one to talk about unexplainable things <laughs> <laughs> she's got you there we've met drew <laughs> um, but after that question i think everyone's going to get to see all the questions this round because chris and zakia now have 800 points and Turner and Christian have 2,300. All right. Turner and Christian, what did you bet on your knowledge for mailbag? Uh, I don't even know what in the world <laughs> mailbag is, so we said 100. And Chris and Zakia, what did you wager here? <laughs> that was my reaction too, Turner. <laughs> what the fuck is mailbag? <laughs> 100, though, Chris suggested that this might be like trivia send in or someone else sends a thing so i'm like oh shit absolutely we're doing 100 then i mean if you want to submit a question you can email me tim at pubtriviaexperience.com but that is not what this is okay and i promise i didn't write these questions because zakia is on this show but oh god uh, unfortunately we're stuck with tim writing these this question still so <laughs> <laughs> the jw westcott the second which operates out of detroit michigan serves as the only floating what in the united states 
yeah. Other notable occurrences of this are the lowest one in Holtzville, New York, and the highest in Ketchikan, Alaska. All right, we're going to lock in. Zakia and Chris are locked in. Turner and Christian, go ahead and talk it out. Yeah, I, I, I think you're on, you're on the right track there. Um, that's, that's, that's got to be. I, we can't think of anything other than post office for this. I mean, that's the only thing that would make sense. So we'll go with post office. All right. So Turner and Christian are locking in with post office. Chris and Zakia, what did you lock in with? Um, I've never seen this thing, but I've sure heard of it. <laughs> it's a post office. Turner and Christian, what did you bet on Chris and Zakia here? Uh, again, saying that we don't know what the fuck this question is, uh, we gave him a 300. And Chris and Zakia, what did you bet on Turner and Christian? Uh, just in case this is easy, you guys got 100. <laughs> so, uh, you guys are on the right track, and Brittany's telling me I should give you credit, but I did I'm look at it, and that. it's it's not exactly correct. Uh, and that's partially because the notable occurrences pins it down a little bit more. Um, this is the only floating zip code in the United States, the lowest being in New York and the highest being like nine, nine, something, something, something in Ketchikan, Alaska. It is a zip code. But there's also a source I'm finding that says that calls it a floating post office. So that's what I'm trying to determine. Okay. Then, then I mean, if, if my co-host says we should give it to you, I will go ahead and give it to you. Okay, Tim. And with that, uh, Zakia and Chris uh, cancel out their wager and wager on their opponents. But Turner and Christian lose 200 from their wagers. So we now have a score of 800 to 2100. All right. Chris and Zakia, what did you wager on your Disney knowledge? 300. And Turner and Christian? You said 200. In the category of Disney, what actor voiced Slinky Dog in Toy Story and Toy Story 2? Blake Clark took over for the character, took over the character after the original actor passed away in 2010. All right, we're locked in. Turner and Christian are locked in. Chris and Zakia, go ahead and talk it out. It's, it's a Jim Varney. I just I'm, I don't know that his first name is Jim. I would just say Varney, but I know Varney is his last name. Cool. I just know what he sounds like. <laughs> so I'll trust you. <laughs> so Chris and Zakia are locking in with Varney. Turner and Christian, what did you lock in with? What's going on, Vern? Uh, we went. We also went with Jim Varney. Both teams locking in with Jim Varney. Chris and Zakia, what did you bet on Turner and Christian's knowledge here? Three hundred. <laughs> And Turner and Christian? Based solely on the fact that both uh, Zakia and Chris are parents, and I figured they knew their Disney 100. Both teams are getting their wagers, and they're losing their bets on the opponents. This was Jim Varney. And with that, Chris and Zakia canceled out their wagers again, <laughs> keeping them at 800. But Turner and Christian picked up 100 points, putting them at 2200 as we head into our fourth section. Our categories for the fourth section are slang, animation, 
and video games. I've got one set in and I just got the other set in. So I'm entering them now and then we're good to go. Christian and Turner, what did you wager on the category of slang? 100. 100 points. And what about you, Chris and Zakia? He did 300. <laughs> in the category of slang, what term first used as a company name by Lonnie Ali saw its first internet usage in an article not about Michael Jordan, but Penny Hardaway? Penny Hardaway, my God. Ah, uh, yeah. All right, we're locked in. Christian and Turner are locked in. Chris and Zakia, go ahead and talk it out. So Chris says, eh, a goat came to mind. And I like that. Um, I was like, I just couldn't get like Aphrony out of my head, but that's for different reasons. Um, it's... We, we call him Penny in Florida. He's a god here. Lots of magical relevance. Yeah, so uh-huh. I uh, I like go, and I like um, how like you know some people might call Penny Hardaway the goat. I, I I get that, and the only part that gives me any pause would I don't know what you would call Penny the goat in. I don't know. I love Penny Hardaway. Between him and Nick Anderson, they made a hell of a backcourt. But I don't know what you would call Penny Hardaway the goat in. I, I terminology makes sense, and he has Jordan in there, and Jordan is undoubtedly the goat. I don't care what Cleveland fans say. <laughs> well, didn't Penny play for a really long time? I I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a basketball gal. I think, I I'm think just saying. Goat is. The Lani Ali part, because I think Lani Ali is a descendant of Muhammad Ali, who is undoubtedly the goat of boxing. Yeah, and then like Muhammad Ali, like he's he said, "I'm the greatest. I'm the greatest. Yeah. The greatest of all time." Like, okay. Yeah. And so I think yeah. if you have Ali in the same question as Jordan, that leads me to goat. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. And hmm. I, this is a company name. Like, I is there? Uh, sure. I, honestly, I have nothing better. I think goat is good. I, I, it's definitely used on the internet a lot. And maybe someone thinks Penny is the goat outside of Orlando. <laughs> you want to go with that? I'm okay with it. Are you good with that? I'm a few drinks in, so yeah, goat sounds good to me. (laughs) Lock in goat. All right, Chris and Zakia locked in with goat. Christian and Turner, what did you say? I mean, Little Penny was definitely the best basketball playing spokes puppet of all time, so we also went with goat. Chris and Zakia, what did you wager on Christian and Turner's ability here? 200. And Turner and Christian. Uh, a soul 100. All right. Well, Lonnie is the wife of Muhammad. And the quote from the internet was simply, Penny is the goat, greatest of all time. Uh, so goat was the answer we were looking for there. Meh. 
All right. Well, given that this is a trivia podcast, I must register my official complaint that you did not mention the trivia goat, Ken Jennings. Uh, but both teams got it regardless. And with their wagers, Zakia and Chris pick up 100 points, while Turner and Christian canceled out their wagers, leaving us with a score of 900 to 2200 going into question 11. Brittany's always sticking up for her boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Chris and. Chris and Zakia, what did you wager on animation? Uh, what did we wager on animation? 200? Yeah. And Christian and Turner? 300. All right. In the category of animation, Arlene and Gabor are the first names of the founders of what animation studio, responsible for the first three seasons of The Simpsons, before moving to more child-friendly content through the 90s? That's it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, we're, we're locked in. All right, Turner and Christian are locked in. Chris and Zakia, talk it out. Zakia, you're 100% on the first one. Are we sure that? Are you sure on that second name? Yes, it's Supo. Or like Gabor uh, Supo. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce it. C-S-U-P-O. Supo. Okay. I wasn't familiar with that spelling, but yeah, that Klasky is 100% the first name, right? So you're good. Yep. Uh, Arlene Klaskin, Gaber, Supo, Gabor, Supo. I think it's maybe Hungarian? Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so you're locking in, in with? Klaski, Supo. All right, Chris and Zakia are locking in with Klaski, Supo. Turner and Christian, what did you say? No discussion to be had. It's Klaski, Supo. All right. Turner and Christian, what did you wager on Chris and Zakia's ability here? We gave them 200. And what about you, Chris and Zakia? We gave them three. <laughs> yeah, so I was really interested to find out that the first three seasons of The Simpsons were animated by Arlene Klasky and Gabor Supo. Mm -hmm. Klasky Supo is a correct answer. I think I remember them from the child-friendly content. Uh, but with that, uh, Chris and Zakia lost 100 points on that one. And uh, Turner and Christian found those 100 points and added them to their own score. So we have 800 and 2300 going into the final question. And while I don't think that Chris and Zakia can catch Turner and Christian, we're still going to uh, ask the question in video games. Uh Turner and Christian, what did you wager here? Uh, this are 200. And yep. what about you, Chris and Zakia? Uh, 100. <laughs> All right. In the category of video games, Alexei Pajitnov created what video game in 1985? The second highest selling video game franchise of all time. Hard agree. All right. We're locked in. Christian and Turner are locked in. Chris and Zakia talk it out. Zakia, the only question I have is what is the number one selling video game franchise or company or video games of all time? Is it Minecraft? Is it I think it's I think it's Minecraft. Yeah. At this point, yeah. Patrick, um, uh, Russian. Yeah. A Russian guy. You know that? Yeah. Yep. Russian in the eighties. So it's like Soviet game, cool Tetris. Yeah. Uh I am very good with Tetris and it is a sensation for many years. <laughs> All right, so you're locking in with Tetris? Mm-hmm. 
All right. And Turner and Christian, what did you lock in with? Do, 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 do. Tetris, no doubt. All right. I mean, L. Turner and Christian, what did you bet on Zakia and Chris's ability here? I believe this was their, if I'm not, yes, 300. And Chris and Zakia? We figured, you know, Turner was absolutely going to nail this. <laughs> he gave them 100. Christian typed it before I could even type it. <laughs> <laughs> well, both teams hitting the nail correct, uh, directly on the head. The, f- the best-selling video game franchise is Mario. Does it have to be? They have 40 as games. As franchise. I didn't hear franchise. I didn't hear franchise. That's on the number two is Tetris, and number three is Pokemon. Makes sense. Pokemon. So that brings us to the end of the first round. And at the end of that last question, and both teams, by the way, picking up all three answers in this round. Um, so it came down to wagers and how that shook out. Uh, Zakia and Chris canceled out their wager on this one, and Christian and Turner lost a hundred points on this one. So that brings our final score after twelve questions with Chris and Zakia with eight hundred, and Turner and Christian with twenty two hundred. No, it takes gigantic balls to write a trivia game where the last three questions are the easiest in the first. <laughs> Honestly, I just take all my questions and randomize them. Um, mm. I don't I don't build a game. Um, that'll do it for Chris and Zakia, who normally would stick around, but it's getting a little bit late, so they're going to take off. And we will come back after these messages with Christian and Turner taking each other on in the head-to-head round. Hey, trivia lovers. Want to get the pub trivia experience in an interactive way? Check out Liquid Courage Entertainment. With a wide range of offerings online, LK has you covered, streaming a wide variety of trivia games on Twitch with one-of-a-kind formats like Tringo, Guestimate, Mega Sheep, and more. Or check out the World Trivia Federation. With 36 hours to answer each quiz and no obligation, the WTF is the perfect solution to scratch that trivia itch on your own time. Come see us at twitch.tv slash liquid underscore courage or check out patreon.com slash liquid courage to join the WTF for as little as $2 a month. That's liquid courage with a K. Innovative, interactive, intoxicating. All right. Well, we are jumping into the second round with Turner and Chris. And can we get a score update, Brittany? Absolutely. So the way round two is, is you each take half the points you earned in round one. And uh, you are in 2200 together, so you each get 1100 in the divorce. And as a reminder, in the second half, once one player locks in, that automatically triggers a 30-second timer in which the other player must lock in. The rest of the rules are going to play the exact same way, so we're going to get started in section one. Our three categories are music TV, science and movies, and historical organizations. All right, all three, all three players, all three wagers are locked in for our two players. All right, Turner, what did you bet on your knowledge for music TV? Uh, I went the full boat on this one. I went three hundred. All right, and what about you, Christian? I went with one hundred. All right, in music TV, what show, which aired for thirteen episodes and two specials in nineteen ninety nine and two thousand, start a real life British pop group trying to make it in America? but instead working in South Beach for a hotel. All right, I'm locked in. 
All right, Christian is locked in. Turner, you have 30 seconds. I feel like they had a number in their name, I'm pretty sure. So I'm going to say S Club 6. Locked in. All right, Turner locks in with S Club 6. Christian, what did you lock in with? I had no idea, so I just threw out making the band. All right. And Turner, what did you bet on Christian's knowledge here? I said 200. And Christian, what did you bet on Turner? 100. All right. Well, Turner, you were so close it's on S-Club this. S Club 7, isn't it? It's S Club 7 in Miami. Mm. S Club 7 in Miami. South Beach being a big clue there. I had a uh, I had a friend who said that um, every time people go to out to the clubs or whatever, there would be women who thought he looked like one of the members of S Club, and I just couldn't remember the number. As soon as you said S Club, I thought you were going to pull the whole thing uh, out. I did too. Brittany, can we get a score update? Absolutely, we can, Tim. Uh, with those wagers, uh, Turner loses a hundred points, uh, but Christian zeroed out his score so going into question two turner has 1000 and christian has 1100 all right and in the category of science and movies christian what did you bet i went with 200 and what about you turner uh same 200 all right in the category of science and movies an extension of fermi's paradox what movie lends its name to i to a hypothesis that alien life on certain planets may consist of whale-like creatures or other oceanic intelligent beings who would never conceive of radio or travel to the stars. I cannot believe they made a Free Lily in Space movie. (laughs) (laughs) They should. Of all the movies we never remade. I'm locked in. Okay, Turner is locked in. Christian, you got 30 seconds. Um, I'm going to lock in with uh, Moby Dick in Space, because I have no idea what this is. Christian locks in with Moby Dick in Space. Turner, what did you say? I said this is uh, Jodie Foster in Contact. All right, and Turner locks in with Contact. Christian, what did you wager on Turner's ability here? 200. 200 points. And Turner, what did you bet on Christian? I said 300. All right, so this hypothesis is basically that all of these animals that all these potential intelligent life live in the ocean and don't have a need or the ability to build what they would need to to go to space it's called the water world hypothesis oh Uh, that thought did cross my mind but all right so water world was what we were looking for there I'll be honest, my first thought was also Moby Dick in space (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but after that, uh, Turner made up that 100 points while Christian still canceled out a score. So going into question three, it's 1100 to 1100 again. All right. And Turner, what did you bet on historical organizations? 100. And what about you, Christian? 300. All right. In historical organizations, what organization named for the British scientist who provided the founding donation was founded in 1846, quote, for the increase and diffusion of knowledge. The organization has been called the Nation's Addict for the more than 154 million items it holds. Locked in. Christian locks in real quick. Turner, you got 30 seconds. Nah, I got no shot at this. Um, The Faraday Foundation. 
All right. Turner locks it with the Faraday Foundation. Christian, you had this right off the bat. This is the Smithsonian Institute. And Christian, uh, Turner, what did you bet on Christian's knowledge? 100. And what about you, Christian? 300. Yeah, so this is named for Smithson. It is the Smithsonian Institute. Well, that was a bit of a swing. Speaking of parts of the Smithsonian Institute, there's the sports part, right? Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's been a while. <laughs> there's an aeronautics. I assume there's a sports. Uh, but after that, we have Turner uh, with 900 points and Christian has 1700 going into the next set of three. And that next set of three categories are food and drink, multimedia franchises, and foreign politics. I wonder where everybody's going to put their 100s. Christian, what did you wager in the category of food and drink? I went with 200. And what about you, Turner? That's my 200. All right. In the category of food and drink, introduced in 2022... What limited edition flavor of Coca-Cola is described as being the first Coke flavor, quote, born in the metaverse and is apparently intended to taste like pixels? Um, okay, I'm going to lock in. All right, Christian is locked in. Go ahead and talk it out, Turner. You got 30 seconds. There's, there's two. I know I tried the, the zero sugar flavors of both of them. They're horrifyingly bad. Uh... I'm going to say Dream. All right. Turner locking in with Dream. Christian, what did you lock in with? I just threw out Coca-Cola Digital because I had no idea. All right. And Christian, what did you bet on Turner's ability here? I gave him 200. And what about you, Chris? Uh, Turner? 300. All right. Turner, what was your other choice? It's like... It's not life because that's that was like a zero sugar one. I I it's it's like starts with an F or something. I I can't remember. Okay, so the answer we were looking for here was Coca Cola Bite B Y T E. Never heard of that. Never heard of it. It is the dumbest concept ever. Who wants to drink Coke that tastes like pixels? Yeah, mm. I was thinking that one that came out that was like Galaxy Coke or something because that tasted not great. Um. <laughs> So after that question, uh, Turner picks up 100 points and Christian canceled out his score. So we go into question number five with Turner with 1,000 and Christian with 1,700. All right. Our next category was multimedia franchises. Turner, what did you bet here? 300. And what about you, Christian? 100. (laughs) In multimedia franchises. Tim LaHaye and Jerry B. Jenkins created what multimedia franchise in 1995 that included 16 novels, multiple spinoffs, video games, and two attempts at film series, the last of which starred, hold on, let me check my notes here, Nicolas Cage, Chad Michael Murray, and Leah Thompson. Well, Turner already said he was locked in, so mid-question. Yeah, I just ignored that because I was trying to get through (laughs) No, that's fine. Do you want to keep your lock-in now that you've heard the whole question? Yes. All right. Well, Christian, you got 30 seconds. Uh, is this Dungeons & Dragons? Uh, I don't know. All right. So you're locking in with Dungeons & Dragons? Yeah. All right. And Turner, you locked in before I even finished the question. Uh, I 
I again, I could be completely wrong, but Lahagan Jenkins is kind of like a a gimme for the Let Behind series. All right, and Turner, what did you bet on Christian here? I gave him two hundred. And Christian, uh, one hundred. So Lahay and Jenkins did create the Left Behind series that's had a movie featuring Nicolas Cage, and I think Ashley Tisdale was supposed to be in the movie. And uh huh. So Left Behind was the answer we were looking for there. Kind of janky video game would this be? Jesus. <laughs> yeah, right. That's 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 the only thing that gave me pause. It's like, really, they did all that? But yeah, like Lahey and Jenkins is like, it's just automatic for me. Well, that was an interesting uh, thing that happened with Nicolas Cage and Chad Michael Murray and Leah Thompson. Um, it was also an interesting thing that happened with points there because with those wagers. Turner, you gained 500 points, and Christian, you lost 200, meaning we go into question six with a tied game of 1,500 apiece. Christian, what did you bet on foreign politics? 300. And what about you, Turner? 100. All right. In foreign politics, The Woman with the Whip was a biography of what woman who served as First Lady of Argentina from 1946 until her death in 1952? Locked in. Christian locks right in. Turner, you got 30 seconds. First Lady of Argentina has to be Ava Perón. All right. So Turner locks in with Ava Perón. Christian, what did you lock in with? Yep. Ava Perón, Evita. All right. And Christian, what did you wager for Turner here? 300. And what about you, Turner? 100. All right. Well, the answer was Ava Perón. And, uh... Don't cry for me, Scorgentina. Uh, I hardly knew ye, or whatever Shakespeare and Tim Rice said. Uh, your wagers all canceled out, so we go into the next section with 1,500 to 1,500. All right, section number three in the second half. The three categories are websites, history, and philosophy. Killing me, too. You know, if Chris Ligori is moving right along, Tim is all right. All right. <laughs> Just call me Matthew McConaughey. You're only one third of the all right that Matthew McConaughey is. Okay, so I'm like math. I was told there would be no math. Oh, sorry, that's a different podcast. No, well, good, good news. This game does not have any math today. All right. Turner. What did you wager on your knowledge of websites? It's, it's the least awful of these categories to me, so 300. And what about you, Christian? 200. All right. Our question in the category of websites, what delicious website was created in 2009 by Matthew Inman and has spawned books such as How to Tell If Your Cat is Plotting to Kill You and the Russian Roulette-inspired game Exploding Kittens? Locked in. Christian is locked in. Turner, you got 30 seconds. Fantastic. Uh, apples to apples. All right. Turner locks in with apples to apples. Christian, you locked in quick. I have exploding kittens sitting, sitting next to me on my shelf. This is the oatmeal. All right. And Turner, what did you wager on Christian's knowledge here? 200. And what about you, Christian? I wagered 100. Okay, Christian is correct. This website is the oatmeal. 
uh, without any mix-ins, unfortunately. Uh, oatmeal tastes best when it has things in it, but not kittens. Uh, but on that, uh, Turner lost 500 points on that one, and Christian found 300 of them. So going into question number eight, we have Turner with 1,000 and Christian with 1,800. In the second category of history, Christian, what did you wager? Uh, 300. And what did you wager, Turner? Please, 100. (laughs) (laughs) In the category of history, the first recorded major outbreak of the first plague outbreak was named for what Byzantine emperor who, uh, according to historian Procopius, contracted the disease and recovered in 542? Locked in. Christian locks in. Turner, you got 30 seconds. You could give me 30 years, but it's not going to happen. Since it was the Black Death, we'll go with Sirius the Black. All right. Turner locks in with Sirius the Black. Christian, what did you lock in with? Um, I took a wild stab with Justinian on this. All right. Turner, what did you wager on Christian's knowledge? Uh, 100. And what about you, Christian? Uh, 200. Well, Christian, your wild stab proved correct. This was wow. Justinian. Good job. That's, I only know two Byzantine emperors. I knew it wasn't Constantine, so I had to go with this one. Justinian was the correct answer. Okay. Well, with those answers and those wagers, uh, Turner lost 300 there and christian picked up 500 so we approach question nine trepidatiously with turner with 700 and christian with 2300 christian what did you wager on philosophy 100 a a, a bold 100 for christian turner what did you wager um 200 Okay, in the category of philosophy, the analogy of the sun, the analogy of the divided line, and the allegory of the cave are three writings of what philosopher? I would like to lock in. I would like Brittany to help me. (laughs) Uh, uh, Okay, Uh, point of clarification. Yes. Is this the person that came up with these theories or the person that actually published them? According to this, it was written by this person I'm, I'm locked in I, I won't find a better answer all right turner is locked in go ahead christian you got 30 seconds okay so this is my dilemma the, these these are the philosophies of socrates but they were written in a book by plato so um all right i'll go with socrates all right and turner what did you lock in with i took the opposite tact and i said plato okay and Turner, what did you wager here? Or what did you bet on Christian? I gave him 300. And Christian? Uh, I also gave, gave him 300. Yeah, so they, they, they were written by Plato. Okay, so yeah, the, the answer we were looking for here is Plato. Just pulled a rabbit out of the hat on that one. Uh, Turner, you picked up 400, where Christian, you lost 400. So going into our last section of three, Turner, you have 1,100. Christian, you have 1,900. And it's still very much anyone's ballgame, as the sports people say. And those three categories in the last section are board games, animation, and literature. 
Christian, what did you wager on your board game knowledge? Uh, 200. And what about you, Turner? 100. In the category of board games, in 2002, Hasbro renamed the three-hit Cruiser to be the Destroyer, which had previously been the name of the two-hit ship. What two-hit ship was introduced to replace the Destroyer? Locked in. Christian is locked in. Turner, you've got 30 seconds. This is my thinking phase because I'm just trying to picture the, the joke answer. Uh, in honor of the lesser half of the uh, Natural Disasters tag team, I'll say Tugboat. All right. Turner says Tugboat. Christian, what did you say? I just took a guess with Gunship. All right. Christian, what did you wager on Turner's knowledge? Uh, 200. And what about you, Turner? I said three. All right. Well, both misses here. Uh, the answer we were looking for was patrol boat. The patrol boat was the new two-hit ship in the 2002 version. Well, uh, it's white pegs for both of you. But uh, picking up 200 points is Turner, where Christian canceled his wagers out. So going into the next question, Turner, you have 1,300, and Christian, you have 1,900. Turner, what did you wager on your animation knowledge? 300. And what about you, Christian? 100. In the category of animation, let's get dangerous, and I am the terror that flaps in the night are two of the catchphrases for what titular character that aired on the iconic Disney afternoon block in 1991 and 1992? Locked in. Yeah, this is definitely Darkwing Duck. And Turner? Darkwing Duck. All right. Turner, what did you wager for Christian's knowledge here? 200. And what about you, Christian? 100. All right. Well, we're heading into the final question with a strong note. As both teams pick this up, it is Darkwing Duck. And uh, on that, Turner picks up another 100 where Christian canceled out his wagers. So going into our final question, Turner, you have 1,400. Christian, you have 1,900. And I believe that this can still go any way. Christian, what did you wager on literature? 300. And what about you, uh, Turner? 200. Our final question of the night. What author with more than 200 books and stories in the 1990s alone also wrote Spaceballs the Book and the TV show Eureka's Castle? Locked in. Turner locks in for the last time of the evening. Christian, you have 30 seconds. Um, I'm just going to say Smith. I have no idea. Christian locks in with Smith. Turner, what did you say? With that amount of volume, 200 books and stories in the 1990s, the only name that jumped out to me was R.L. Stein. And Christian, what did you wager on Turner's knowledge? 300. 300 points. And Turner, what did you wager? 100. So I wrote this question because I thought it was kind of crazy that these three things were connected. The author who wrote Eureka's Castle, Spaceballs the Book, and the Goosebumps series is R.L. Stein. Nice work. Thank you. Uh, funny story. So on, tri on Throwback Trivia Takedown, the episode that I played against Dan Lundberg in the tournament last year, this was our tiebreaker question. We had to oh, guess wow. how many books R.L. Stein had written. Wow. 
All right. So that brings us to the end. Brittany, what are our final scores? Well, it really did all come down to that last question and those wagers. Uh, so Turner picked up 300 points while Christian lost 600. So that means after 12 questions, Turner, you end the game with 1,700, and Christian, you end with 1,300. Nice work. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. Wow. That means that our best frenemy of the week is Michael Turner. Congratulations. How does it feel to be someone's best frenemy? (laughs) (laughs) Never, ever saw that coming, especially when round three is all, like, you're... I'm a one-trick pony, dude. If it's not like pop culture related, it's it's not in my wheelhouse. So I got, I got down, and luckily I I pulled one out of my ass on on the last round. So could have gone either way. Kristen, great teammate. You were awesome. You you carried me a, a lot in that first round, and just the last one didn't go your way, brother. But That's uh, play you anytime. <laughs> uh, Christian, any thoughts on your frenemy? He's a great competitor. We we worked well together because he was better with pop culture, and I knew more like academic yeah. stuff. But yeah. that yeah, last one, I, I had no idea about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the math works out. To Arl Stein basically wrote like a book a week for a while. <laughs> like it was insane. I just can't believe Jack Black can do all of that. I mean. <laughs> He's a perpetual winner of the R.L. Stein Award. So That'll do it for this episode of Frenemy Trivia. Uh, but before we go, we want to give everyone a chance to plug what they have. Uh, so we'll start with today's winner. Michael Turner, what do you have? Oh, um, you can find me a lot uh, in the online spaces of trivia, playing um, uh, pop solos, playing on the OQL team with uh, one Mr. Tim Dipple, having a great time at that um catch me this weekend on um jordan pierce owens uh wrestling with trivia channel uh i'll be uh competing for a championship there in pro wrestling trivia i don't know if anyone's interested in that come play with us uh but yeah just uh any any and all trivia spaces i can get my little head around trying to learn more about broader topics other than pop culture but uh yeah that's all i got and our runner-up christian what do you have I'll plug whatever I always plug because I don't have anything of my own. Uh, check out my good friend Liquid Courage on Twitch, twitch.tv slash liquid underscore courage. That's courage with a K uh, because we want to make it as hard as possible to find this channel. But uh, she does great trivia pretty much every day of the week. Um, she runs the WTF uh, World Trivia Federation uh, quiz three times a week so uh yeah go check her out let's throw it over to chris for anything you've got to plug uh yeah Tim, the only thing i'll plug is over on our sister podcast boozy bracketology if you're a fan of movies at all and i literally mean at all you're in no way there is no way you were not informed your 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 proclivities were not determined by 80s movies uh mike you're on this bracket this is a mega bracket. We are going to determine what the best movie of the 80s 
the best 80s movie of all time. We're determining what it is. Yes, sir. And that's going to take place over on the Boozy Bracketology podcast. And, Mike, did we not have some pretty epic battles just Dude, in the action? The action was so much fun and, and played out pretty pretty much exactly how we thought, but some some a lot of fun had on the way there. I can't wait for the horror bracket. It's going to be phenomenal. Uh, yeah, the horror. I, oh, I got feelings in the horror bracket. So uh, if you enjoy movies, if you enjoy arguing, uh, come on over, give us a listen. But also on this show here, rate, review, subscribe. Tim, back to you. All right. And Zakia, before you go, what do you have to plug? Um, If you like listening to me be silly here, you can listen to me be silly on Trivial Warfare. Um, I am one of the hosts over there. So if you see Zakia Marcela Mendoza, that's me, not a Spanish bounty hunter. I will... That will get you guys anywhere you find me. <laughs> and Brittany, any closing thoughts? Um, this was awesome to watch. It was very fun to be on the host side. Uh, Tim, I think you intentionally saved questions that I would know for a game that was not my own. Okay. Uh, so we'll have words about that later. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, this was great. It was nice to see other players play this. And uh, like Christian said, if you like cool trivia the wtf is great if you happen to be in the joliet shorewood area and you don't have plans on a tuesday night come see me at the critical grind where i host a live game cozy quiz where i just put up an advertisement for this podcast last night and people were fascinated semi as they were walking out the door but it still counts (laughs) Um, (laughs) but other than that i think you can just find me here uh wherever we may be at this moment so That'll do it for this episode of Frenemy Trivia. Like what you hear? Be sure to subscribe and leave us a review so uh, more people can find us and let us know what you thought. In the meantime, head on over to our Discord, ptebb.com slash Discord, and discuss the episode or really anything. We're all over there, and the conversation is quite active. Check out our sister shows, the Pub Trivia Experience and Boozy Bracketology Podcast, and you can support all of us over at patreon.com slash ptebb and get in on one of our tiers to help us make our show even better. But we know not everyone can, and we get it. You can still support us by sharing the podcast with your friends. Until next time, I've been Tim. I've unfortunately been Brittany. I'm Mike Turner. I've been Christian. I'm Chris. I'm Zakia. Join us next week as Brittany hosts her first episode, and we'll see you next week. Bye.